The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, Style Sisters. Welcome to what is officially episode 108 of the Everyday Style School podcast. I can't believe we are over 100 episodes already. I think this is actually closer to 111 or 112. We had some guest episodes early on that were labeled as bonuses, but wow, over 100 of anything feels like a lot and a real accomplishment. So if you have been listening from the beginning, thank you. And if you are new to the show, welcome. Either way, I'm just happy you're here. Thank you for listening. All right, before we get into today's topic, I want to share with you that the Summer Capsule Guide is out right now. You can get started on your own personal hot girl summer or a hot mama summer, or you can even have a hot flash summer. Whatever kind of hot summer you want to have, the Capsule Guide will help you get dressed for it. want to share two quick things about it. First, our link team has put together the most over-the-top link database we have seen yet. It is seriously amazing with more options than we have ever given before. Um, I'm, I was just blown away by the work that they did this time. It's incredible. The other thing I want to mention, and you know this if you get my emails, is that we have included a bonus masterclass this season, which is using more color in your wardrobe. It's designed to help you bust out of your black bottoms and a bright top rut or jeans and a colored top if that's your thing so that you can make more interesting outfits and have more style with less stuff. It's a super valuable class and you get it for free when you purchase the summer capsule guide. It's the only place you can get that class right now. So head over to our website, get your capsule guide, and in two hours you could be done shopping for the entire season and have a gorgeous mix and match wardrobe to help you feel fab and confident all season long. All right, let's talk about dressing an in-between body. Dressing an in-between body is probably, if I add up all the questions I've got over my entire career, it's probably the number one thing. And you might be asking yourself, well, in-between what? Well, that's up to you. Maybe it's in between having kids and getting your quote unquote body back. Maybe you're in between sizes in a way that's making you really happy. Maybe you're in between sizes in a way that's making you less happy. Maybe changing hormones is causing extra stuff to settle in places it never settled before, and you're not quite sure where you're going to end up. Women's bodies are miraculous things, but they can also be really frustrating because they change so much throughout our lives. So we end up actually spending a lot of time creating wardrobes for in-between bodies. 
Like I said, this is a topic that I've been asked about a lot, and I've given all of these ideas and tips in different places throughout different episodes, but I think it's helpful to hear them all in one place with sort of a step-by-step plan on how to dress these bodies that are in flux. And I personally want one episode to say, go here, listen to this episode. It covers everything you need to know. So that's what we're doing today. Now, when I was young and idealistic and I trusted people to tell me the truth, I used to ask my shopping clients, are we buying for a forever body or a right now body? Meaning, is this the body that you currently have and that you've had for a while? You're not going through any big life transitions and you're not actively doing anything to change your body? Or are you experiencing major body changes right now or you have very recently? Or are you actively working toward major body changes? The reason I asked this is that it's a very different approach to building a wardrobe. I wanted the result to be the same for everyone, a right-sized wardrobe that made my Linda look and feel fantastic, but how we got there and where we spent her money was very different whether we were dressing a forever body or a right now body. Here's the thing though. When I asked my Lindas this question, 95% of them said, oh, this is just my right now body. Everyone had grand plans to be a different size by the spring and didn't want to invest in clothes that were going to be too big in six months. Everybody wanted a wardrobe just to, quote, get them through this period where their body wasn't where they wanted it to be, even if they'd been there a really long while. So I just stopped asking. Instead, I asked questions about their body and their life changes and their situations. And then I basically made the decision for them without telling them I'd made that decision. But since I can't be there with all of you to make the decision for you, you're going to have to figure out if your body is really a body in flux or not. And that is the first step to dressing your body well. There are a few surefire, do not pass go signs that you are dressing an in-between body. First, are you pregnant or breastfeeding? Have you had a baby in the last six months? Those are definite bodies in flux situations. Have you had weight loss surgery in the last six to 12 months? All of those are in-between body things that will probably cause your body to change quickly. So building that forever wardrobe doesn't make sense. Now, if you think you have an in-between body, but you don't fall into those categories, you have to ask yourself, even if you're not breastfeeding, have you had a baby in the last six to 12 months? Are you actively trying to get pregnant? Are you actively trying to lose weight in a non-drastic way? The key to those questions is actively, not thinking about it. Thinking about things doesn't count. What we're dealing with here is bodies that are in flux, but slower, more gradual changes. And you can feel okay having a little bit bigger wardrobe if you're in this space, but maybe not buying those investment pieces quite yet. I want to say something to you lovely ladies who thought when you started listening to this episode that you are dressing a right now body, but are now thinking, wait, maybe I I don't fall into those categories. Maybe I, maybe I don't have a right now body. And you know, I say this out of love, but here it is. Being unhappy with your body is not the same thing as having a changing body. Wanting it to change is not the same thing as dealing with the changes. If you're not 
doing anything about it, if you haven't done anything about it in years and you don't really want to actually do anything about it, go ahead and buy the clothes you love, buy the expensive jeans. This mind game that you have set up for yourself where things are magically going to be different next season is only hurting yourself. Living for years like a better body and a better life is just around the corner is a terrible way to live. It's terrible. One thing that women get wrong about this is thinking that if you buy clothes in a size you don't love, somehow you're going to be committed to buying that size for the rest of your life. That's not how it works. You can change it up every single season if you need to. Besides, the shelf life on clothes these days isn't many, many years. Quality, I talked about this a lot, quality has gone to crap. Tops pill, they get holes, bottoms fade, they lose their shape. It's okay to buy clothes at the size you are now and replace them when and if it changes. These aren't the last clothes you're ever going to buy. Last year, I was doing some market research chat with listeners and clients, and one of them told me that she was struggling to get dressed because she simply didn't want to buy clothes in the size she currently was. Hats off to that, Linda, for the honesty, because I think that's a lot of what holds women back from buying clothes they love for a body they don't love. I've said it a million times, but we need to separate weight and wardrobe. They don't have to be connected. That's in your head, and it simply requires a mindset shift to say, you know what? I'm just going to dress me, the me that I am right now, as best as I can right now. So if that describes you, I want you just to acknowledge that you don't have a changing body. That's your homework for the week, and frankly, that's enough. You've probably been carrying that for a while, and that's a big enough homework assignment. Now, for you ladies who are struggling to dress a changing body, a body in flux, an in-between body, whatever you want to call it, let's talk about how to build a wardrobe that does get you through. The first thing I want you to do is let go of the emotions surrounding your changing body and your wardrobe struggles. To solve a problem, you need to be able to look at it objectively. Imagine that you've hired me to be in your closet with you or to go shopping with you. I don't care that you haven't lost the baby weight. I don't care that you spent money on those clothes that you can't wear anymore. I don't care how we got here. I just want to fix it so you can feel great about yourself now. You got to put your yourself in my situation. It doesn't matter how you got there. We just got to fix it. The next thing I want you to do is try on everything you own for the current season. Don't worry about clothes for six months from now. If it's summertime, you don't have to put on, you know, your winter sweaters. Just focus on the things that you technically could wear right now if, you know, they fit and worked. And I know lots of you are thinking, but I know they won't fit. So why would I even bother trying them on? Well, a few reasons, actually. One, you might be surprised. I've seen it a million times where women think, oh, those, those pants don't fit. I'm not going to put them on. And I say, put the pants on. Oh, look at that. They fit. Or, oh, they're really close to fitting. And finding even a couple of things that you can wear is an absolute bonus when you're trying to create this in-between wardrobe. Second, you need to get a read on how realistic it is that you'll get into those things ever again. I have shared before about pulling out what I called my tiny shorts and realizing that I just didn't have it in me to do what it would take to get back into them. So I donated them. And recognizing that I don't have the stomach, no pun intended, to make being that size my top priority took the emotion out of it for me. It's just not something that was a priority for me at that point. 
The third reason you need to try everything on is to see, do I like this anymore? I see this a lot with women who are pulling out like pre-baby clothes, especially if it's been a few years and they've been in that baby phase for a long time. You might find that the styles have changed or your style has changed or you just don't like it anymore. Now, if you pull things out and you don't like them and you're not going to like them even if they fit, you don't have to try them on. You can just get rid of those. But Often we remember our clothes as a lot cooler than they are now. So the goal here is to really understand what you're working with and what you want to wear. The important thing here, though, is that I don't want you to get rid of things. If there are things you don't like and you don't want to wear again, or you don't see yourself wanting to do what it would take to get back into them again, you can go ahead and get rid of those things. But if you actually have a changing body, I don't want you to just go crazy getting rid of stuff. I've been getting a bunch of questions lately, like, none of my pre-COVID clothes fit. Should I throw them away and start over? Slow your roll, Linda. Give yourself a season or two of grace. None of my pre-COVID shorts fit the way that I'd like, meaning that I can breathe comfortably, but I didn't burn them in the backyard. I simply put them in a bin in my storage closet and I'll reevaluate next summer or later this summer if my morning walks are paying off. So pack up what doesn't work for you right now, but what you think is realistic to wear again and that you'll want to wear again. Don't leave this stuff hanging in your closet. Remember that clothes that you can't wear aren't part of your wardrobe, but even seeing them makes it more difficult to get dressed. I get asked sometimes about what to do with clothes that are too big. This is a challenging one, and I guess my advice would be that if you're someone who goes up and down in size and it's just part of your normal fluctuations and you're okay with that, go ahead and keep those things. Or if they're postpartum clothes and you're not done having kids, don't don't toss those yet. But if you're telling yourself that no matter what you do, you're going to need those big pants again, I would check your inner mean girl and ditch the clothes. But that's just me. All right, your next step is that you're probably going to have to add to your wardrobe. This is the part where everyone wants to know the styles they can buy that will accommodate a pregnant belly, the postpartum phase, a 30-pound weight gain, a 30-pound weight loss. I know that's what you're here for. But here's the thing. If those existed, you wouldn't be struggling. Unfortunately, there aren't many of those out there. There are just a couple of styles that I've seen really go through major body fluctuations. And the couple that I have found that work pretty well are sleeveless swing or A-line dresses, especially sleeveless so you're not really dealing with the whole shoulder fitting issue. Unstructured dresses like this can actually be pretty forgiving. Also, surprisingly, skinny jeans. At their tightest, they fit like skinny jeans. But as they get looser, you can belt them and they kind of fit like a tapered boyfriend fit. But if you go back to my episode on the basics of proper fit, which I will link to in the show notes, you know that when clothes don't fit, they don't look right. You can't just throw on a belt over most tops or dresses and call it a day. They don't fit at the neckline. They don't fit at the shoulder. The underarms, you get that weird, what I call the wing underneath your armpits. And then they just look frumpy. The same goes with pants. You know, you can do drawstring pants for a while. You can add a belt for a while. But after a time, the hips aren't going to fit. The the rear gets really saggy. And again, you're going to feel frumpy. 
So give up the idea of having this inspector gadget style wardrobe that will do anything you want and just add some things to your wardrobe that fit. Again, you may have to work on taking the emotion out of this part. You know how I just told you my shorts from last summer didn't fit, so I boxed them up? Well, guess what I did next? I bought some new shorts. That's it. I went to the store. I picked out a few pairs of shorts I liked. I ordered a couple of athleisure skorts, my summer staple, online, and then I called it a day. That's all. No crying, no beating myself up. How did I get here? What have I done? I just bought some shorts. It's not that deep. Now, I will never forget when I had my free Facebook group open, I had posted something about dressing the body you have right now and loving the way you look right now. And there was this whole conversation going, you know, it was kind of a feel good up with women vibe. And then someone dropped this question. She said, I gained weight in the last year and none of my clothes fit me. Should I go shopping now or should I struggle through until I lose the weight? I was like, wait, what? Why would you struggle through anything when you don't have to? Struggling to get dressed is terrible. It limits your life. It makes things less fun. And it doesn't motivate you to make changes. Clothes that don't fit mock you in the morning, but they don't motivate you throughout the day. So go get what you need to get you through whatever phase you're in, however long you're in it, and feel good about yourself. Okay, the goal when buying clothes for a changing body or an in-between body is to build a right size wardrobe. As a matter of fact, the goal for every woman is to build a right size wardrobe. But a mistake a lot of women make when they're buying these transitional wardrobes is overbuying. And then they feel guilty about having to replace things if their bodies change even more. And it does feel wasteful because it kind of is wasteful. In this phase, you've really got to consider the pace at which your body is changing. If it's changing rapidly, you need very, very little. If the changes are slower, you'll probably want a little bit more. I worked with a Linda who called me after she had weight loss surgery. The first time we worked together, she was like four months out from surgery and her body was changing fast, like a full size every five or six weeks. The second time we shopped together was about 12 months after surgery and her body was still changing, but it had slowed down a lot. Our approach each time was really different, but we used the capsule guides as our shopping plan. The first time we stripped it down to just the essentials, which is always about 12 pieces, not including shoes or accessories. But the second time we kind of went halfway between the essentials and the full capsule. And eventually when her body stopped changing, she went full on into like the full 35 pieces. When your body is changing, buy less, but choose well. Make sure all the pieces go together and that they can all mix and match. Don't buy navy pants and black pants. Don't buy three pairs of jeans. If you have to replace five things, it's a whole lot easier to swallow than it is to replace 15 things. When you're shopping for this transitional wardrobe, in general, knits will be more forgiving of body changes, as will things like elastic or drawstring bottoms. The less structure a garment has, the longer it can work during body changes. With that said, though, there comes a time when even unstructured knits just look too big. Again, go back and listen to the basics of proper fit. The other thing that's often overlooked when buying a transitional wardrobe is tailoring. My strategy with altering in-between wardrobes is to alter the bottoms, replace the tops. 
for the most part, you can replace tops cheaper than you can alter them. But bottoms can be taken in a couple of sizes, and in the long run, they may be less expensive than replacing. Knit fabrics are harder to tailor, so I wouldn't bother with those. I mean, you can get yoga pants at Old Navy cheaper than you could tailor them. But things like dress pants or woven fabrics, I would absolutely look into. The other nice thing about tailoring is that it gives you permission to buy things you really love because you don't look at them as disposable. Finally, when dealing with a changing body, you have to reevaluate often, especially when your body is changing rapidly. When things you used to feel cute in make you feel frumpy and dumpy, they're too big and need to be replaced. When things you used to feel confident in make you feel self-conscious or uncomfortable, chances are they're too small and they need to be replaced. Take the emotion out of it and just buy what you need to get you through the phase that you're in right now. Let me quickly sum up our conversation today. The first thing you got to do is evaluate, do I really have a changing body? If so, build a transitional wardrobe for it. If not, build a forever wardrobe for it. If you do have a changing body, first, take the emotion out of it. Look at your situation as I would, as an objective problem that just needs to be solved. It doesn't matter how you got there. Second, figure out what you have and pack up what isn't working right now. You don't need to look at all that clutter and noise every morning. Then go buy what you need. Focus on having a right size wardrobe, considering the pace at which your body is changing. Buy less, but shop smart. Create a mix and match wardrobe. Unstructured knits are great because they can transition with you a bit better, but don't rule out tailoring, especially for bottoms and workwear. Finally, reevaluate often and never, ever, ever forget, even when dressing an in-between body, to buy clothes you love. That's it, my friends. We will be back next week with a fun interview, helping us all be more optimistic. I hope you love it as much as I loved having this conversation. Don't forget to head over to youreverydaystyle.com and grab your summer capsule guide. I cannot wait to meet you in the Facebook group. Have a fantastic week and I will see you next time. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.